Hello and welcome to the Oz Investing Podcast, the podcast for the everyday investor. Just a quick note before we begin today's podcast is that nothing in this podcast should be considered as personal financial advice. If you're ever in doubt about your financial situation, please reach out to a qualified financial advisor. With all that said and done, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Oz Investing Podcast. My name is Sam and with me as always is my buddy Jude. How are you, Jude? Doing good, Sam. How are you? Very well, thanks. So for today's podcast, we'll just have a casual conversation. This podcast is really just to wrap up the year, reflect on what's been happening and just our thoughts on 2022. So um, yeah, Jude, what's been happening? What's been going around for Christmas? Uh, Just looking forward to the holidays, relaxing, unwinding. I think Christmas is, uh, you know, it gets you that very positive and nice feeling once because of the holidays, obviously. Mm. And secondly, there are a lot of parties to look forward to, right? In a yeah, way. Yeah. So a lot of catch-ups in, in December. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's going to be a, a get-together with a couple of friends. And then obviously, just, you know, roam around in these holidays too. Yep. And yep. then, you know, definitely the new year, new year will come by and, you know, there's something or the other to do for New Year's as well. So going to be pretty <laughs> busy. Yep. Decorations are all up, which is predominantly took a lot of time. But so far, so good. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. So you've got a tree. Have you got some lights in front of your house? Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's pretty much the, the the highest or the the most brightest light on the street. So I think so ah, far I've done a done awesome. a pretty good job. <laughs> oh, nice. Very good, very good. And any trips interstate, or you're just gonna stay in Victoria? Yeah, man. But I'm not taking any risks. I'm staying within Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll explore maybe parts of Victoria which I haven't like uh, in some times but uh, yep. yeah that's there's no plan to really travel interstate or you know going abroad now for a holiday yep yeah and maybe next year when things get a bit better but no plans for me how about you buddy yeah so for me also going to be staying within Victoria this year and like you also just a lot of Christmas parties I had a Christmas party this weekend so with my good friends and then just yesterday with my partner's friends we had another outing again and i think there's going to be one more later this week so <laughs> a lot of a lot of yeah 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 so yeah just just keeping things nice and simple i'm going for a camping trip in the new year to lake Ilden, and then later in january i'm going to do a bit of a uh, weekend trip to dalesford so my partner, she knows some people over there. They run a farm. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just going to be spending some time picking some fruit, doing some farm chores, and <laughs> just yeah, enjoying the the great outdoors at Dalesford. Nah, that's pretty good. But this is this is always part of your, uh, you know. I think you 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 try to plug in or you put in a camping trip at least once or twice a year. So this is your traditional yeah. camping trip, isn't it? i don't know if i'll say traditional but yeah i do like camping and uh yeah i've kind of missed that i wasn't able to really do it during the winter and during the spring so very much looking forward to just getting out and about again and setting up the tent yeah that's pretty good pretty good i think yeah it's a good time to just go back and you know just relax and then come refresh for the next year yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and now jude if i was to ask you like you know just kind of 
thinking about all the Aussie investing episodes that we've done this year, yeah. having four guests on the show. What will be some of the highlights for you? I think like we've got and we're fortunate enough to get, you know, uh, people who came in and gave us their thoughts about, you know, investing. Each one of them obviously had a different take to it. Yep. Um, you know, I think uh, we had John uh, from Invest for the Future. We had, you know, uh, fam- Family Finance, Jimmy, the investor, and then we have Dev Raga as well. So I think yep. each one of us, each one of them gave us a different insight to how they personally go along their investing journey. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's so much to learn, pick and choose, you know, different elements to it, right? Because there would be overlaps, you know, when yep. with you know long-term investors, right? They, there is a sense of overlap in terms of their thought processes. So you could see that, but at the same time, they had certain unique elements to it. So I thought it was interesting to just interact with them and absorb as much as knowledge as we could so that we could, you know, take some of that input and then you know, try to put it into our uh, investing principles or as part of this entire journey for us. So I thought it was really pretty cool and interesting to you know to interact with all of these guys what about you yeah. no i feel the same way i just feel very blessed that yeah we were actually able to get four amazing guests onto the show and be able to talk to them and like you rightly said just uh get their take on on their own investing philosophy and the way they go about it you know i think a lot of them are are a mixture of active and passive investors yep so yeah it was just really wonderful having different views um on on investing and and the different ways that they all go about it yeah i i i can't i can't really pick any highlight in particular like i i just think they were all wonderful guests and hopefully for 2022 we'll have some more amazing guests as well spot on spot on sam and so if i may have to ask you this right from a so we spoke about our guests we spoke about uh, you know the year that has gone by Uh, from a Mm. personal investing perspective right yep anything what you have changed yeah you know you your outlook has changed towards investing something would you would like to try in the future anything of that sort so have you gone through that particular thought process yeah a little bit i think particularly towards the end of the year i've also kind of changed the split in terms of like my ideal portfolio and the Mm -hmm. percentages that i want to keep so yeah, a very large part of my portfolio is obviously ETFs, Australian ETFs and US ETFs. I think I'm going to change it a little bit so that the I also break it down into, you know, whether or not it's going to be a capital gains play or whether or not it, it's going to be for dividends. My thinking is to actually increase the dividend component of the portfolio because mm-hmm. ultimately I want to be not living purely on the dividends but you know the dividends playing a good part of my income later on in the future and i don't want to be selling off so much of my stocks so i guess my thinking now is okay i would like to just increase the passive income side of things or or the dividend side of things so that Mm -hmm. later on I'm, i'm not forced to sell down as much so that'll probably be the only kind of slight adjustment i would say in terms of my own kind of thinking but i guess yeah there's there's been a general shift as well in terms of my investing philosophy from say a year a year and a half ago and 
we've kind of talked about this before the recording as well, but I remember, Jude, you and I, when we first started out, a lot of the material that we were consuming was around active investing. We yeah, were, we, were going to, we were going to find all the hidden gems in the world, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right, that's right. Like we got really stuck into it. You created this awesome spreadsheet and, you know, I, I added my kind of thoughts around it too. And then, you know, we were crunching numbers and, you know, doing doing a lot of that. But I guess things in our life change, right? And I, and I find myself now with more limited spare time than before. So I, I honestly just don't have the time to do all of that now. So I guess I've shifted across to more passive investing. So I like dollar cost averaging. I like buying the core ETFs that are part of my portfolio. I just buy them pretty much every single month. I don't have to think about it too much. And and that's it. And then, you know, I, I just see it ticking along. So for me, that's been a good stress-free way of kind of going about it and yeah it it just kind of really resonates with me now i i do think yeah active investing definitely has its place and if you've got the time and and if you've got the energy to do the research you can find some really good hidden gems no doubt i i, yep. I have absolutely no no doubt in my mind whatsoever that 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 could work for certain people but i think just personally myself, what I feel comfortable with now is more of the passive investing style. And absolutely. And I think you're, you're spot on. I think, you know, obviously this, this whole outlook or the philosophy, it's, it's not, it's not something which has always has to be set in stone. You kind of learn and evolve along the way. Right. So exactly. I think when we started off, as you rightly said, we were trying to in in obviously the right way, right? We we hmm. went through all those resources to try to understand, you know, picking up, um, you know, individual stocks and trying to understand, you know, different elements to it. But obviously, yep. there is there is a time element to it as well. You know, you need to spend decent amount of time going through some of some of those details. Yes. And and also, like you know, it's it's fair enough to say that you know sometimes some of the choices which we had, like. And I think uh, we've spoken about it in some of our episodes as well, right? A to milk wasn't the best in in a way, at least in the time, <laughs> yep. at the time of selection, maybe. Yep. But you know, yep. it's we we believed in the fact that they had decent numbers and so on and so forth. Yeah, but in a yeah. way, in a way that you know that's that's to a learning where mm. you know the the elements to an individual stock could be part of a satellite element of your you know core satellite portfolio. Yeah, which I think. I will continue to explore that. Mm. You know, you've got to have that uh, kind of have that invested in a way that you know what the core will be something which is passively dominated through those ETFs. But you know, from a satellite perspective, there could be those theme thematic ETFs, so there could be you know individual stocks which can constitute the satellite element of yep. the core uh, core satellite portfolio. So I think that that was a good thing to explore and see. Yep. Uh, how that goes about and then i think you know i think one of the interactions also it's so good to have these interactions with these different guests as well right because i think mm. they've introduced us to i think jl collins and his talk series and you yes. know it was good to read through that yes and then that led to another invest another investor where they talk about the total stock market or the total stock market index portfolio that way. Mm, mm. So, you know, there are a couple of things which obviously the new year is pretty exciting to try and explore and see how the portfolio really shapes up. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm uh, inclined towards that process for the moment just to see how it goes. Yep. Like a, you know, 
total stock market index kind of an approach with those proportions and those different exposures in that sense mm. Mm. yep and yep. you know as i said it's it's going to evolve right because things mm. will evolve around us yep uh, yep but yeah passive skewing more towards the passive but i'm not going to be you know uh, leaving those that active components like the satellite components out of it right you see what about you to the spreadsheet yeah <laughs> yeah i will from time to time it, i mean i get a kick out of it so <laughs> so definitely I'll, i will continue to use it right awesome awesome that's good to hear that's good to hear yeah so now looking forward uh and into 2022 how how do you see the outlook mate uh it's difficult to predict right we <laughs> we can't predict whether tomorrow is going to be a lockdown or not we're trying to predict <laughs> basically the stock and what the out the economic outlooks are going to be like but yeah see i think there are a couple of interesting themes coming out i think i think uh, from a sustainability investing perspective like the esg themes which will come out and a lot of lot more products on that line right um, it will be an interesting space to see right we'll have to see how the market really responds to that you know people consciously invest in companies which you know are ethical in 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 sorts yep um, how that then translates to you know your more traditional you know uh, top 300 companies or 500 companies would you then you know move away from those if they are not ethical in nature all that stuff right so Mm. it's going to be an interesting space to see uh, it it could grow but you know again you can never it could be a short term view as well so you know what that's that's one space i want to really try and uh, what do you say explore and have a look at it just to see the trend element to it yep um yep. and i think it's going to be a good space to just watch out on yep. what about you you found any of your themes which you think will pick up in the next year yeah i think probably cryptocurrency and bitcoin will kind of still be on the top of a lot of people's minds so mm-hmm. you know we we've spoken about it with a lot of our guests as well like you know a lot of the time we ask what their thoughts are and you know most of the time the consensus is that it's a little bit speculative yep. however it's becoming very mainstream now i feel like you hear it a lot of the time on the news Commonwealth Bank has now allowed access for people to buy cryptocurrency now. It's definitely not something that nerds and computer geeks are into now. It's definitely it's gone to the point where mums and dads are talking about it now, right? Mm, and yeah. I think this is going to just yeah, keep happening later in the future. Like to what end I don't know because it's not really being used the way I guess it was intended to be used, which is you know a form of currency essentially like you know I can give you some bitcoin and you can give me some bitcoin it's not really used so much for that purpose right like people that buy into it are essentially trying to see if they can sell it later for a higher price but it's interesting yeah there's going to be more financial products that are going to be wrapped around it um and also the underlying technology which is the blockchain and beta shares just recently they've released a cryptocurrency ETF but mm-hmm. essentially it's it's the the underlying assets their companies that are involved in cryptocurrency mining crypto services things of that nature so they they're actually companies that are that are inside that ETF not not cryptocurrencies itself right but i also subscribe to the beta shares email notifications and <laughs> this was just from a few days ago but it seems like they're actually going to be releasing 
a cryptocurrency which will in fact mirror the ups and downs of bitcoin and ethereum so yeah the ticker symbol is going to be one btc for Mm -hmm. bitcoin and then for the ethereum etf it's going to be one eth so it'll really be interesting to see what happens once those etfs get released Mm-hmm. whether there's there's more uptake it, it could basically be a simple way for an investor to to get some exposure uh yep. in, into into cryptocurrency without buying cryptocurrency itself if you know what i mean absolutely absolutely but i think that as you rightly pointed out as well it's going to be a newly introduced product right so we'll have yeah. to see how it kind of is received as well because sometimes yep. you know it, it just it just introduced people get into it but then you know doesn't really pick uh, you know kick off and then you know the the fund shuts it down right because of yeah. performance and so on and so forth so we'll have to keep an eye on that as well but yeah. as you rightly pointed out it's a hot topic yep it was yep. bound to happen that it's going to be introduced in terms of a theme <laughs> so <laughs> so it'll be an interesting space to look out for yeah yeah absolutely i think another kind of interesting one is semiconductors so ETF securities, they've got this one ETF called SEMI, S-E-M-I. And within that ETF, they've got things like Taiwan Semiconductors, NVIDIA, Intel, and a few other kind of different companies, all, all part of that uh, particular ETF. So there is a lot of coverage on the news about about chip shortages, about microchip shortages. So potentially there could be some good prospects for for some of these companies later on so it's one i'm looking into further i'm not committing to anything just at the moment but Mm -hmm. it's something that i think could be could be interesting so that's another one i guess on my watch list but other than that i think for 2022 um, i'm still going to do dollar cost averaging i might look at switching brokerage accounts so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I have been, yeah go on and that's no that's pretty that's that's good you bought that up because i think that's going to be another interesting space yes. right because yes that if if you go ask me what else uh, to look forward to in 2022 hopefully you know cheaper brokerage fees <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely so we touched on it in the last episode but stake was something that both of us said to keep an eye out on and yep. it does look like now that there will be three dollar brokerage chess sponsored, yeah. so that's a that's a major game changer. Yeah, that is that is for sure. But you never know, right? Uh, it may with so much of competition, the others may also step up and you know bring it down to that same same amount or even lesser. So it's another space to yeah. look out for. Yep. Yep. And yep. but but what we don't want to do is have you know multiple going on for us, creating multiple accounts. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think. I think like superannuation, I think you want to consolidate it, right? You don't want to have you don't want to have ten different brokerage accounts and just investments everywhere and not being able to keep track on how it's performing. So that's that's why for me, at least anyway, I just have the one. So mm-hmm. that's really easy for me to to track the performance. And yeah. going forward, I think I still want one. So if I'm gonna change, I'm gonna just move the whole portfolio across. <laughs> no, that's pretty that's pretty smart, right? Because as you rightly pointed out, you do you know, after a while, if you have too many, then you kind of tend to lose track about the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's good to try and consolidate as much as you can, but also keep options open, right? You never know, because when you want to just switch here and there and just to 
just for the comparisons perspective yep but not too many right there should be a limit on it we don't have to open every a brokerage account out there but the ones which are maybe the top 3 if you think it's good enough you can keep that going yeah yeah i do know there are people that open multiple for different purposes so yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking to one, so that's, that's fine. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> uh, that, that's all good. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm just looking forward to another great year. Hopefully, we're not going to get disrupted as much as this year with COVID. Hopefully, Omnicron's not going to screw us all over. <laughs> yeah, you can always hope, right, that uh, everything just it works out in the end for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I think uh, we'll we'll be still pumping out the episodes, and hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll have another set of fantastic guests onto the show as well. Sounds good, Sam. Sounds good. And yeah, looking forward to the next year, man. Like more more such of these videos. It's like been a fantastic year anyway. Like you know, obviously collaborating with you and so many of our guests. Yes. Putting all of these episodes together, and looking forward for the next year. Yeah, absolutely fun times all right so that's all we have time for today thank you for listening in i hope you enjoyed the show as always please check out our website if you haven't done so already it's oz-investing.com spelled oz-investing and consider joining our email list we'll be sending out an easy to use checklist on what to look out for when investing in the stock market also check us out on social media there are links on our social pages on our website and just another update on instagram we're at 249 followers so there's been a large number of followers over the last month or two so thank you everyone for all your support and if you'd like to contact us through email you can do so the email address is ozinvesting2020 at gmail.com or through the contact section on our website so with all that said and done i hope you enjoyed the day merry christmas from oz investing And see you all again in 2022. See you now. Bye.